Hello, everyone. My name is Jonathan Waltower, and this is TCK Tales. For those of you who do not know me, I'm a communications major at Moody Bible Institute, and I am a TCK. For those who don't know what TCK means, it stands for a third culture kid. So someone who grew up in a different culture than that of their parents. This would be military kids, missionary kids, embassy kids. Basically, if you grew up somewhere that was culturally completely different than the culture of your parents grew up in or tried to raise you in, then you are a TCK. The term comes from the idea that we grew up being influenced by both the culture surrounding us and the culture that we are fully immersed in, culture number one, and the culture that our parents are raising us in, culture number two. As we grow up and are formed, these blend together to create a third culture, our own culture. Oftentimes, the life of TCKs are marked with a lack of stability, moving back and forth between the place you live and the place your parents are from, moving constantly from place to place within the country that you are currently living. And this creates a lack of stability and makes that concept of home, the concept of belonging, the concept of community, something that is very fleeting. My purpose for this podcast is twofold. The first is education. TCKs are often referred to as hidden immigrants. They are just as foreign to their passport culture as every other immigrant. In my experience, that meant not knowing what the money was when I moved back, not knowing proper slang, not knowing pop culture. I didn't even know the words to the national anthem until I turned 15. However, we look like we belong, so nobody helps us. And because we look like we should know what's going on, we don't end up asking for help because it's embarrassing and we don't want to create a sense of other or a sense of those people or a distance in this community that we're trying to build because oftentimes in something you will see belonging in community is something that we crave. The other part is a more therapeutic element. There's so much closure that can come from sharing your story and that is my goal for my guests throughout this podcast for them to be able to process the grief and the things that are going on through sharing their story or to share their healing through their story as well. Um, I want to create a place for people to be listening and to hear what's going on in other people's stories and be able to be like, me too. That's that's what I feel. That's what I hear. That's That's what I've known. That's everything I've been working through for my entire life. That is what I needed when I moved back. I felt socially autistic. I felt like a lack of community. I felt I felt alone from about 10 years old to about 16 years old. So for about six years. And it wasn't until I spent time with a group of missionary kids with an organization called MK to MK that I was able to work through that and I was able to have that named. And it was through other people older than me who had processed this, sharing their stories for themselves and saying, this is what I struggled with, and me being able to be like, I struggled with that too. That thing that you, you are talking about, that, that is me. That is what I felt for the past six years. Now that we've gotten some introductions out of the way, I want to introduce my very first guest on this very first episode of TCK Tales. His name is Cameron McManus, and he is an MK from Mexico. His parents are still overseas, 
And so he transitioned back to the U.S. for college. Cameron has an incredible story, and I can't wait for you guys to hear it. So without further ado, Cameron McManus on TCK Tales. There was one time when we were driving to the States from Mexico, uh, which is something we do once or twice a year. It's a long, boring trip. Uh, I believe this time we were going to Dallas, so it was about a 16 to 18 hour car ride from where we lived in central Mexico. And we were on this trip with a caravan of about six vehicles, including a moving truck and a couple uh, bigger vans for moving equipment and stuff because we're helping a family move back to the States. And we had about mm, 30 people with us spread across all these vehicles, including like 15 kids. We had finished crossing the border the previous day and had a lot of complications due to the fact that we had a big moving truck and they wanted the security guards there at the border wanted to get as much money out of us as they could. So... That took us a while to get through. We were on the second half of the trip in the last eight hours on the second day because we had split it up and we were getting antsy. It was rainy. It was a nasty day and we just wanted to get to our location. We had some important deadlines to meet. Uh, the family that was moving had to meet up with some lawyers and some important people in the mission agency in order to get all the paperwork finalized and they had to be there for this. It was important. What's more is they also had to get their stuff into storage, which closed somewhere around 4 or 5 o'clock. So we had to be there before then so they could put their housing stuff in storage and know it was safe, not have to worry about it. Around 3 to 4 hours into the trip, we stopped for a break, got snacks, used the restroom, and then we all got into our vehicle. And as we were about to drive out, pull out of the parking lot, one of the missionaries started feeling really ill and just stepped out of the car and just started walking around for like 30 seconds to a minute while we were all watching him like, what's going on? There's no reason he should be ill. We all ate the same foods. We all been around each other for the last couple of days. Like, there's no reason he should be feeling randomly this ill. And so we sat there antsy, wanting to go, wanting to get to the end of this trip. There's a lot of little kids it just not a fun time to be sitting in a parking lot, you know, waiting. And after about 30 seconds to a minute, he got back in the car and we went on our way. As we were driving down the highway about 20 to 30 minutes down the road, a massive wreck happened right in front of us. And it totaled, uh, I think, like 15 to 20 vehicles. A couple of vehicles just about went over the edge of a bridge that was nearby in the wreck. We had uh, a couple of cars flipped over. I remember watching one car just spinning down the highway and getting rammed by a couple other vehicles that couldn't stop in time. Somehow, in the middle of this wreck, while it was still happening, while there were still cars behind us, to the side of us and in front of us, all getting hit, getting, you know, like driving off into the ditch nearby, hitting trees or running into the opposite side of the highway. Uh, as this was all happening, our caravan of six or so vehicles drove right down the middle of it. Not one vehicle getting hit. Uh, all of us making it through safely to the other side with no injuries, no damages, nothing. If we had been 20 seconds to a minute in front of us, we would have been right in the middle of this wreck. Probably would have sustained major injuries and with little kids, perhaps even a fatality or two. But if we'd been also a minute or two behind where we were, 
we would have been stuck in traffic for four to six hours because it was a complete standstill from this massive wreck. We would have missed all those important deadlines we had to meet. It would have been uh, very difficult for the missionaries to uh, move back to the States from this point because of uh, the important paperwork that had to get done. And so it was just another example is on this trip, which we do all the time, we're comfortable with, we know it, we know the ropes, how in little ways God just continues to provide for us and show us that he is watching over us, even in little things like just somebody getting ill randomly during this trip. Like it made no sense. Everything was going well, but it was because God was looking out for us and keeping us safe. Part of the reason that I chose Cameron's story is because I, going to a Bible school and being the child of a set of missionaries, believe that God exists and that God cares for his people and calls people into the ministry, people like my parents. And a lot of the people you'll be interviewing, a lot of the TCKs that I have access to here at Moody are missionary kids. And so this idea of God being responsible for where they're at in their life is a theme that you'll kind of see throughout this entire series and season. And so I love Cameron's story because it orchestrates the fact that God deeply cares about those who are in his service. The fact that if they had only been a few seconds or minutes, either early or late, that something terrible would have happened. Either some of them would have died or they would have missed a deadline. Just really shows to the specific detail in which God cares about his people and his children. And I think that's important as we kind of move forward into some of the heavier topics we'll be talking about this season, such as belonging and relationships and transition. I felt like it was important to start off with a reminder that God is good. And no matter how difficult your situation is or how hard it has been for you, God is still good. And God knew what he was doing when he put you in that situation and gave you those same parents and gave them their call in their life. And he knows what he's doing as he moves forward. This podcast will be working in tandem with the Moody Bible Institute chapter of Mukapa, a college campus student group that seeks to be a support for TCKs and MKs coming back to their passport culture for college and to be a bridge between those who grew up in the U.S. and those who grew up cross-culturally. There are a lot of fantastic stories being shared this season, and I'm really excited and looking forward to exploring them with you. Enjoy, and welcome to TCK Tales.